Okay, recording. Hello, everyone. This is Bernie Burns. Hey, I am Jeff Ramsey. Gusarola. Joel Heyman. The sound of that mic being moved around is Jeff, who had probably about, what, 45 minutes to move your mic around? To prepare my mic, and then at the last <laughs> second, I decided and to... And then wait uh, until we actually hit record, then start yanking on the mic. So how's everybody doing? Awesome. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, but... It's bright and early. We're all super energetic now. It's not like one of those lazy afternoon podcasts. So I think the speaking of lazy afternoon podcasts, the first thing we should probably address is why there wasn't a podcast last week. <laughs> I was going to ask. <laughs> when in effect there was a podcast last week that did we, not get released. How's, <laughs> how's everybody doing from that podcast yeah, Terrible. Week? Terrible. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we, we decided we were going to make a video podcast of us trying to play co-op flock. Was That was the name of the game, right? I'd never yeah. seen it before yes. then. And, uh, it's, a, it's a game on Xbox Live where you use a saucer, a spaceship, to and you sp- heard popcorn. You heard <laughs> you heard little puffy sheep and cows and all that. And how did it go? It was miserable. Yeah. That game was terrible. <laughs> I, I can't believe that's a game. It was like a torture podcast. It See, was. people ask if we're you know paid for product placement. You can tell this is a, this is definitely not the case now. Thanks, Crapcom. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a Capcom game. I think it was like a port from either a PC game or a PS3 game. They decided to throw out there. On Xbox Live Arcade, and I brought it in because we had fun being lousy at Left 4 Dead. I thought, let's take a lousy game and play a bad game and all be miserable, and it just was like 40 minutes of shit. (laughs) I think eventually we gave up and just gave Joel the controller and made fun of him trying to play the game. Yeah, I'm really glad it didn't come out. (laughs) There were like two entertaining minutes of us watching Joel by himself try to play, but... It wasn't worth the 38 minutes that wrapped around it. Basically, the game <laughs> boils down to, here's a cute game with horrible controls. Yeah. yeah. And, like, you have to, like, it's almost like trying to, like, imagine a game where you had two, like, charged magnets, and you push one magnet around the table with the other one, and that's it. Yeah. Except the other magnet, it just inconsistently will fly off the table and kill somebody. And you think aliens stuck. would have better, like, you know, more precise controls. I mean, they got all the way to this planet, you think. <laughs> We well, can fly the ship, no right. problem. Yeah. I will say that Joel got to be pretty damn good at pushing all of our sheep into the ocean, which is exactly no, where they're not I think supposed his, to go. His best skill was pushing sheep into the wall. <laughs> uh, using just lemming, over and over. Using He's the break down strategy. that wall with sheep eventually. I'll, I'll put up. A, I'll put up a little clip of it just to just no, to show because I have uh, it. I'll put up a tiny little clip of it online. Please don't. <laughs> this, this is the horror of it. It was. It was awful. You know, it's a good thing those sheep did like scream every time they hit the water because that would really change the game. <laughs> I think Joel's Joel's best quote in the whole thing was. I like that they squeak. <laughs> <laughs> if you go ahead and put some post effects in there of screaming as they hit the water, I and that thing was that thing was like forty five minutes. I tried to edit it down to like a manageable twenty minutes. Didn't just didn't yeah, happen. It wasn't so. happening. That anyway, means, but it would be great for a Machinima series, though, right? <laughs> what a flock Machinima series! I'm oh god, it'd be fantastic. A bunch of puffy sheep talking to each other, hitting the water. So enough of last week's podcast. How about this week's podcast? All right. Uh, well, what should we talk about this week? Well, I think the first thing that affected all of us that we could talk about is that we all got to go see the world IMAX premiere of Star Trek Monday Night, which was really, really cool. Yeah. Was that the world IMAX premiere? Yeah. yeah, it, was, yeah. It, was, it was the first time it ever was shown on IMAX. Yeah. But yeah. we did not get Leonard Nimoy. No, we didn't get the, the screening. secret screening with Leonard Nimoy or Damon Lindelof. No, but. that was cool. Well, describe that then. I mean, Oh, yeah. Well, we have this theater in Austin called the Alamo Draft House, and they get to – they're just, a, like I guess you'd say very well-respected in the film world and in Hollywood, and they do a lot of really cool secret stuff. And so uh, they decided – and by they, I guess I mean J.J. Abrams and Leonard Nimoy and Damon Lindelof – decided to secretly show Star Trek, like the world secret premiere – after a showing of Wrath of Khan well, no, that they that, had put on. They didn't even go, get through the showing of Wrath of Khan. Oh, they did they, they, put, they put it out under the guise of a Wrath of Khan screening, 
Everyone showed up. They played like 15 minutes of Rathacon. They did the whole, uh-oh, trouble with the reel. Oh, We're not man. sure if we can show the movie. They burned the film. Then, yeah, yeah, they burned the film. Then Leonard Nimoy came out with the the actual, the new Star Trek movie. It's like, well, let's watch this instead. And nobody knew. They all thought and, they were just going to see Rathacon. And, yeah. yeah, and nobody knew. Uh, well, except some people that we know knew and didn't bother telling us. And that whole thing happened. <laughs> they, didn't <know. laughs> they didn't know. That whole thing happened a block from our office, probably while we were here working on some bullshit video. What? <laughs> you know, like Red versus Blue. It was probably the podcast whatever. that we were working on. Probably. Yeah, we were probably playing Flock. But uh, a week later, we got to see the movie on the IMAX, which was fantastic. What did you guys think of the film? It was awesome. That was awesome. Uh, it's, uh, well, we got we to see it things. Was, it's not just Alamo that gets those things. It's also Ain't It Cool News, which is Harry Knowles' site. Is God, here, God bless him. God bless him. Is, is, is uh, here in Austin as well. And so I don't think I've paid to go see a movie now in the last probably year and a half because of Harry and the guys from Cool and like uh, Quint who also we you know we play poker with him and he throws us free tickets all the time <sighs> like I've already I've already got to see Up and and uh, and then we got to go see IMAX so we, if we ever do get free stuff from people we do like you know like Maserati we like to throw that <laughs> out there so uh, we can't thank those guys enough for you know getting us into all these screenings but it was it was awesome yeah I yeah I, I'm gonna be a bit bold here and say that I liked it more than Dark Knight. I don't know really? if, uh, wow. if I can drop that in front of everyone else. But, well, it was a uh, very different kind of film. Yeah. I mean, Star Trek was fun and goofy. And, That's like, the thing. If you popcorny, yeah. Like, if you, you know, buy into the Star Trek canon, you know, if you love that, you'll love the movie. Yeah, yeah, and it didn't drag on for two and a half hours like Dark Knight. And we will keep this discussion spoiler free in case you're worried about it. But the casting was tremendous. That guy Carl Urban, who played uh, <laughs> McCoy, who played McCoy. Yeah, man. You know, in all the in all the previews for Star Trek, I thought the guy playing McCoy was Chekhov. Yeah, he yeah. looked like a Chekhov to me also. Because <laughs> he looks kind of Russian, right? Well, his yeah. first scene, you know, and uh, it, it instantly hit you that he was McCoy yeah. to me. Yeah. Well, that, speaking of Chekhov, without giving any spoilers, he He's probably awesome. has the second funniest moment in the movie. Which, there's a lot of funny moments in the movie. I mean, even yeah, like are. very, like, very tense situations, it, 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 it's really funny. It keeps the humor. There were times I think maybe they went a little bit too far in, in like, really tense situations, but, you know, overall it was great. It yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Good movie. Everyone should see it. Absolutely. I, I hope they make a, a billion dollars. I do too. There's also a cool thing if you've got an iPhone, uh, Flash, one of the moderators on our site, who's also a guy who gets us a ton of free movie tickets. Um, he told me about these prequel comics that they have where you can buy them. It's a four-part comic series. They're like two bucks each. I think they're overpriced because by the time you're done, it's eight bucks. For basically about what's it's like a movie ticket. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. You know, you're paying eight bucks for the comic. <laughs> the, the, the production value of the comic strip was probably not as high as the movie, but I don't think the, I don't think it's the probably comic grossing as much cost 130 million dollars to produce. <laughs> no, I, I think you're probably right there. And if it did, somebody's somebody's pretty happy right now. <laughs> but it was pretty cool. But I will say this: he kept telling me before I saw the movie to read the comics, and you should definitely not do that because I, if there's one thing that I would I would criticize Star Trek for. Besides some of the humor stuff, would be the villain. I wasn't too into the villain, and I, I think the comic makes the villain even a little bit. It makes him confusing on top of everything else. Mm. So, you know, messes with his motivation a little bit. So, would you say the villain was the weakest part of that film? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I think there's going to be like when I saw Indiana Jones number four, I said when I walked out of that movie, I said basically there's one thing in that movie that when it happens on screen. You're either going to accept it or you're going to reject it. And I completely rejected it. I rejected it. I don't know yeah. anyone that accepted it. No. Well, I don't know. My I mean, mom did, I think. There's some people that thought that movie was fantastic. But I think there is a moment like that in Star Trek, but you're much more likely to accept it in Star Trek. Sure. So I'll just say that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I hate to give away that they get this crystal skull from Indiana Jones, but that's what happened. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because you say that, but for my process watching them, they lost me before that moment. 
But you know, starts yeah. uh, Indiana, Indiana Jones Indiana watched Jones. you before yeah. that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, I hung with it. I had faith. And then there was happened. a Joel doesn't like old people, so <laughs> I think that's where he fell apart. <laughs> I think Harrison Ford was rude to him at a restaurant once when he was out in L.A. <laughs> Did that happen? No. Do you have any, do you have any Harrison Ford stories from? I don't. Dave? I don't. I have a Britney Spears story. <laughs> we'll stop tell that one. I think the thing is Joel was secretly dating Callista Flockhart, and then Indiana Indiana Jones and his uh, one his, earring his swooped earring. in and fucking right. you can't compete with that. Gra- Grandpa with an earring can't, yeah. can't mess with the earring. So what? Uh, so what else is going on in the movie world? I mean, Wolverine came out, even though it was heavily pirated, and it made like how much? Eighty-seven million, it, I think. It was, no, it was adjusted to eighty-five. Do you 85. know what J.J. Abrams said he hopes Star Trek makes in the first weekend? Yeah, he said he hopes it makes fifty million dollars because that's realistic. Because the last Star Wars movie only made forty million dollars. Star, Star Trek, Trek movie. Oh, sorry, Star, Star Trek. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, be careful. <laughs> I just turned into my dad. Uh, the last Star Trek movie only made $40 million in its total run. And that's such bullshit. I mean... Well, you, you know he's just saying that so that if it does bomb, he's like, well, you know, I was expecting it. No, he's saying it so when it makes $180 million its opening weekend, he'll be like, wow, this is great. We Did, must be good at what we do. Didn't expect this. Speaking Did, of which... Jonathan Frakes is at home, like, gritting his teeth? Oh, he's like, probably... Pun- punching his pillow. <laughs> Jonathan like, Frakes is probably <laughs> hanging the noose right now. <laughs> Why do you think he's hanging the noose? Hang himself, because... He knows the Star Trek Next Generation movies are over. Oh, yeah. Or he knows he's never going to back into another directing job of Star Trek. <laughs> Which one do you think it is? All of the above. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I think technically you were right. I think the last Star Wars movie only made $40 million if you count the Clone Wars as a Star Wars movie. The last Star Wars movie? Yeah, Clone Wars. Theatrically released. Oh, that's probably true, yeah. The cartoon, yeah. 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 Let me look it up. Did you see the Gus theaters? is going to look it up right now. Joel? I did not. Gus, did you see Clone Wars in the No, theaters? no. No, I still haven't seen it. I did. How was it? How, yeah. it? It felt exactly like what it was. It was the first three episodes of a television series, and that's what you saw. Really? Was, hmm. yeah. D- domestic gross, $35 million. So I, have, I have seen every single one of those Star Wars Clone Wars that are on Cartoon Network. I've seen every single one. Yeah? I'm, 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 I'm not doing well. I'm not doing well. <laughs> it, it gets to the point with Star Wars where every time I wa- – a long time ago where you start watching the movie, and it's like, okay, the guy jumps from land speed to this, this, this that, and then you just start thinking to yourself, at some point I'm going to have to do that in a video game. <laughs> At some point, I'm going to have to do that in a video game. That looks hard. Yeah, Force Unleashed was a, a good Star Wars release and cl- blew away Clone Wars. If You know, the video game I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, Clone Wars. They introduced, like, this little girl character in there, which is uh, Anakin's apprentice. And it's just, ugh, it's so hard. Especially when they have such cool characters they don't use. You know, they take awesome characters like Darth Maul, spoiler, and kill him, you know, almost right away. You know, they gave Boba Fett a horrible death. Which I, can't, I read later that supposedly he didn't yeah, die or whatever. Didn't die, yeah. Hey, he, speaking of spoilers, should we? Uh, we're trying to keep this one relatively short. Should we segue into spoiler alert? Yeah, yeah. Don't get me started on Clone Wars stuff. <laughs> I'll go forever. We could spend the next four hours talking about Star Wars. Yeah. So and hey, there's been great debate about this office about you know should we spoil things in Star Trek or not? <laughs> yeah. Well, there was that. Deb- yeah, there was. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, I'm, I'm assuming you were about to mention Joel and Matt's video. Spoiler yeah, alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, there's a you know they put out that video which was great, Joel. Y'all did a great job in that. Very well received Matt. on the internet. Matt internet did. said, and you "Yay!" Got, this is everybody. I mean, everybody worked on it. everybody. It's you know that is true. <laughs> <laughs> giving an acceptance speech. <laughs> I'd like to thank Gus. <laughs> had a uh, had a stunning cameo by me in it as well. And I love my bags of ice. I love that people got that. Yeah, me too. It was cool. I love the guys who said uh, they saw Bernie carrying ice in the background of the video. <laughs> How'd that make you feel, Jeff? 
Old and old and fat. Somebody really does add forty pounds. Somebody also asked if I was Adam Sessler, which is even more insulting. Adam Sessler. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Who the fuck made an Adam Sessler reference? Some kid on the site. Wow. Wow. We're yeah. really uh, we're really punching up the references here with Jonathan Frank's Adam <laughs> Sessler. Okay. I guess maybe I should write down the the URLs for the IMDb profiles so people know who they are. <laughs> that, would that be useful? My wife watched that spoiler alert video and said that she thought Matt's. Matt's style and Matt's delivery was a lot like Michael Sarah. Really? I don't, know. Nah, I don't know. Who's that? I don't see that at He's all. He's like uh, the kid from Superbad, like the skinny guy. All right, the fuck, stammering kid. Fuck this. Enough complimenting. The Matt Michael Sarah. <laughs> fuck that. We're done. We're done complimenting. That, that, that's another guys. IMDb profile. <laughs> Shit, I got to write all these down. Okay, who was it? it was uh, but there was a big debate in the in the video. We put up a couple URLs, and we always have this habit of whenever we put a URL in any video. We instantly register it. It Absolutely. doesn't matter what it is. We even own, like, for instance, Captain Incredible with an E. Yes. From the Captain Dynamic series. Yeah, I think Captain Slippery was taken. Yeah. Just like, you know, that's uh, truth-mirroring truth art. But uh, so we grabbed the domains that we put up in the spoiler alert video, and we thought it would be funny for the people who register domains underneath us all the time. Because uh, there's a lot of people that when they watch the videos, they'll just instantly go out and grab those videos. We thought about putting up a bunch of Star Trek spoilers. Like, Matt had made this site... And just put up a bunch of spoilers for Star Trek. And it was a big debate whether or not to do that. And I was the guy who said, absolutely not. I actually, I, would... I actually pushed it live for about five minutes yesterday. And if you went to zellnerteeth.com for in that five-minute window yesterday, you had the Star Trek movie spoiled for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, well, Bernie, what are we Bernie doing right now? We're down. trying to chase people away from our URLs. Is that what we're doing? Well, that's not. I mean, I mean those sites, <laughs> we don't do anything with them. Like, we've had Donut Cam Kisses forever. Smole.com. Smole.com. Uh, and uh, Gus probably has some entertaining stories. Uh, we have <laughs> PresidentialSluts.com, right? Oh, man. Yeah, then every, every time we register these domains, you know, we have a lot of them. We also have like dickfartvaginabutt.com. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we host our own primary DNS. This, this is a little technical. And anytime we register these domains, I have to send an email to our, our co location facility asking them to do slave secondary DNS. So I have to write emails that are like, Dear Hostmaster, can you please slave dickfartvaginabutt.com off of my <laughs> primary DNS server? And I had to ask them to do get, what gay Snape kills, no, straight Snape kills gay Dumbledore.com this week. <laughs> It's it's always fun. I I I want. I wonder what the look on that dude's face is whenever he sees the email in the inbox from me. It's like, what is it this time? You know, Joel, Joel, you're probably the same thought process I do now. Where I'm just going to build in URLs that make yeah. Gus register like the them most now. offensive URLs possible. Exactly. Like uh, we need to start personalizing. Put Gus's name in the URLs. Like trannysailormoon.com. That's going to be the next one. <clears throat> Gus Gus'sdiary.com. See now we have to register these, register these because I mentioned them. <sighs> All right, so let's talk about the world of video games. Or, or since we're talking about site stuff with spoiler alert, do we want to talk about anything else that's going on on the site? Um, we did the OpenID thing this week. Gus, do you want to, do you want to explain why we did OpenID? OpenID, it's, it's a system that allows people to create accounts on our site with some information pre-populated. So like, let's say you have a Facebook account, or a, I'm not sure what all the participating sites are, but I'll use Facebook for an example because I know that they're one of the participating sites. You have a Facebook account, you come to our site... You can click, I have a Facebook account, I want to sign up. You click that, and it automatically creates an account for you with your Facebook avatar and your real name as a username, but you can change that. Now, I want to clarify something about this. It's not a Facebook, uh, it's not a Facebook account or a, or a MySpace account. OpenID is the overriding thing here. Right. It's like a unified authentication system that all these sites use. Right. And what this is, is this is something the internet, we've had a social site now for about four or five years, and this is something I think everyone 
kind of wants, which is like a unified global ID that they can use to log into anything. So you don't have to constantly make accounts on stuff. Well, it makes sense. Like people like me, I've got like 10 email addresses. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I signed up with. Right. Exactly. Right. And so what is the number one complaint against that that you've heard and well, I, you know, I, the number one complaint is that people are using it. To, people could use it to make duplicate accounts. Right, and why is that invalid? Well, that, no, it's, well, that's actually our fault because we kind of fucked up in that when we put it up, we put it up as sign in on Rooster Teeth with your Rooster Teeth ID, sign up for a Rooster Teeth ID, or sign in using one of your other accounts. And the reason why Facebook and MySpace are listed are because those are currently the big players. If this thing had come around five years ago, it would have been like GeoCities and Yahoo and all that stuff, right? So. We made a mistake in that we put it up as sign up with one of those accounts, or sign in with one of those accounts, and it should have said sign up. Yeah, it, was just, it was just a verbiage problem. Yeah. The wording was a little confusing. Nice ringtone. We went yes. through and uh, tried to adjust it a bit, and it's a, it's a lot clearer now. Normally what we do with any of these features now is that we push them out to sponsors first, right? And then we test them for a week, work out the little kinks, and then roll them out to the entire site. Obviously... If we have a sign-in thing, we can't tie it into sponsors so only sponsors can see it because the site doesn't know you're a sponsor until you've signed in. So this is kind of something we had to push out there, see how it works, see the problems with it, and then make some changes really quickly, which is what I, we did. I can read you a quick list of the, the, uh, the sites that use OpenID. Yeah. It's uh, Google, Windows Live ID, Facebook, Yahoo, OpenID, MySpace ID, Flickr, WordPress, MyOpenID, AOL, LiveJournal, and Blogger. And, and you know what? And it doesn't, it doesn't matter a bit, right? Because it doesn't matter who's using it now. It's just clear that this is, in the future, what people are going to use. So when, you know, bebop.org comes out and everybody's on bebop.org 10 well, years from now, you'll have your open ID and it'll be important. It's a future-proofing thing, you know? Yeah. And so it just makes sense for us to use it because in the future, a lot more people are going to have open ID accounts. And it's a good open standard. It's what you want the internet to be, you know? You don't want the internet to be these five sites like Facebook or MySpace or, you know, whatever's coming out. It just you makes know? your life a little bit easier. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly yeah, like, right. Yeah. Like, I was, I signed up for the Battlefield Heroes beta the other day, and, uh, like, I, I had to sign in with an EA profile I didn't know I had made. Right. And I didn't remember what email address it yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. And if they used OpenID, or a great example of something we all do that I wished used OpenID is Xbox Live. Every time I go to recover a damn account... It's like, what email address did I use? Yeah. And, and, and your open ID, as long as you know that ID, you can change everything else behind it, like email addresses. I can't update I, my email address on Xbox Live. I will say this. Windows Live ID was one of the, listed as one of the participating open ID uh, sites. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so uh, there's, there's probably a way to do that. But I know Xbox Live and Live, they tie directly to your email address. My email address for my gamer tag is like six email addresses oh, ago. Oh, I see. Yeah, like I yeah. used a Hotmail account when I set up my Xbox Live because I figured it was Microsoft. I wanted to keep it all the same. So that's why I, I can change it, I guess, like that. This is normally, when I bring up the one thing in my life that Gus is envious of, is the fact that I was in the Xbox Live beta group. Yeah. And I, <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I have my special no, memory well, card. Well, I got in the beta group later than you. Like, I got in the beta group too, but it was like way past the, when they were just giving them away to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, I always I never registered Bernie. I registered Busby back then. You probably wouldn't have been able to get it back then. I couldn't have because the guy – I found out the guy who has Bernie is actually on the live launch team. Anyway, so that's why that's why we've instituted this open ID thing. If you're an existing member of Rooster Teeth, you can tie any of your other accounts now into your Rooster Teeth account. It's in the edit profile section. It doesn't do anything except for login. Like it won't, it won't tie your Facebook to your Rooster Teeth. It won't put updates on one or the other. I know people like to keep that stuff separate. I certainly do. Uh, it's just a way to log in. That's all it is. So if you already have a Rooster Teeth account, 
you don't need to do anything. You know, it's just for people coming to the site in the future, and allows them to easily log in. Like that. That people say, well, how long could it possibly take to sign up for an account? It doesn't matter. The fact that it takes time keeps people from doing it. Humanity cannot move forward as a species until we have this open ID and everyone's using it. It's taking <laughs> it, too it was, much time it was, and energy. Yeah. Everyone remember the it was, it was a vital plot point in Star Trek. It was. <laughs> Don't say that. Spoiler free. Spoiler. Well, hey, keeping the podcast moving, you mentioned Battlefield Heroes. Yeah. Uh, you, so far, to my knowledge, are the only one of us that's played it, but I watched over your shoulder for a bit. What, do you want to give some impressions? Um, look great. Well, first of all, I was a little upset that there's not a Mac version. Yeah. So, uh, we, you know, we're pretty much all Mac in the office now. Bernie luckily has his... Uh, his Dell out there. Yes, that's right. One of only two Windows machines left in the office. I guess so the, the Mac real... Gamer parody video we did six years ago has finally come back to bite us in the ass. Yeah, no shit. Full circle. Well, yeah. uh, so you download it. It's uh, it, it took a little while to set up, but it seems okay. Yeah. yeah. Did you have fun playing it? It's it's kind of fun. I mean, I, I it's a free game, so you can't complain. It looked like Team Fortress Two and Battlefield 1942 it's, merged. It's which got a cool sounds look. cool. The, the I have some concerns about. it. I feel like it takes forever to kill people. Like. I have a machine gun and I'm shooting yeah. someone in the face. And I could shoot them for 45 seconds before they die. Really? I I I play, I only played it for five minutes, but I gotta say I was not overly impressed by it. I also didn't see anyone in a vehicle. Mm, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That was weird. The map you were in didn't have any vehicles. Okay. Maybe. And that, that to me, that's a big part of Battlefield. Is they were the first people to get the get in a tank, get in a plane, do whatever you want mm. to thing right. I feel like the airplane controls are kind of sluggish and weird in that game too. Uh, the, I can tell you the FPS controls are sluggish and weird from what I played. And I said, I said while I was sitting there playing and Gus was watching over my shoulder, I said, this computer has Steam on it. Why wouldn't we just go out and buy Team Fortress 2? And you two made the argument, Jeff and Gus, that, well, this is a free game. And I'm like, you know, 20 bucks is th- – there's not much distance between free and 20 bucks for most people. You know what I mean? If, if it's something you're going to play for 100 hours, you know, or just pick up and play – you know, I, I, I would just buy Team Fortress 2. Free is free. Free is free, right. I mean, that's nice. The cool thing about it, too, is like maybe on a computer that you're not on, you can just sit down, you know, and just go to the URL. You know, if you move around a lot, especially if you're at school or something like that, yeah. you know, it's like a pick-up-and-play game. Also, yeah, it's weird It's weird how you log in. It's kind of like it's all browser-based. You go to like a website and hit play now. There's no actual client you launch on your desktop. And we, we, just, saw on, we just saw on somebody's Twitter uh, that we know that works at Blizzard that they're now signing up for the StarCraft 2 beta. Yes, are you going to do it, Gus? I already did it. All right. I think uh, you go to battle.net. Uh, let me look it up. It's Battle.net, right? Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, get, you go into like, your settings in Battle.net and uh, yeah. make yourself eligible. There's a beta profile. Yeah. Uh, I'll go ahead and we'll put a link up for it with, uh, with this podcast. But the one thing that's nice about a, a game like Battlefield Heroes being free is that we can very easily do tournaments in it on the site. Yeah, that is true. It's something that everybody has access to, and the, so because we, we, the complaint I always hear about our about tournaments is like, oh, well, I don't have a 360. How am I supposed to play in the tournament? Like, that's well, not a complaint, really. It's just buy a people just want to point out to you, yeah, you know, like, hey, we're having a Halo tournament tonight, tonight, and they want to comment. Great, I don't have Halo. It's yeah. like, well, then don't, like, don't comment. You we'll, know, we'll send commenting you a copy. is not mandatory. You don't have to comment <laughs> and tell us you don't have a 360 or you don't have Halo. It's like, if you don't show up, we'll get it. We, <laughs> we, we will understand that you couldn't be there for whatever reason. It's like, when get, <laughs> whenever Gus, I, I love to go to your comments, whenever you post a tech question, like, hey, I'm configuring these two, ser- these two <laughs> servers. You get like 30 comments, they're all like, sorry. <laughs> I, I can't have no idea what you're talking about right now. Is. It's the worst thing in the world. <laughs> I, I wish I had a server. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> so we've talked about well, Flock. Well, 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 no, while we're on the topic of video games, we're talking about uh, Battlefield Heroes and stuff that's in beta. 
Should we give a quick moment of silence to 3D Realms? Oh, yeah. Who just closed yesterday, and now Duke Nukem Forever is apparently not going to come out? Well, what I'm most concerned about is, what is Wired going to name as Vaporware of the Year this year now? God. Thank God it's off the list, right? I mean, yeah, it's been 13 years. It's like an institution. Gus sent me an image last night of a GameStop pre-order receipt from 2001 that <laughs> somebody had made. Yeah, that's, uh, what is it, Silent Zero Zero? It was like, Slash Zero 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 is a patient man. Right, right. God. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't, honestly, I didn't give a crap about that game. I mean, it's, you know, to me, Serious Sam is now a better version of Duke Nukem than Duke Nukem ever was. Serious Sam has come, made like two sequels, and gone. I'd forgotten about that game. Yeah, When's the last time they made a Serious Sam game? That was like six yeah. years ago. That site that has the list of everything that's happened since Duke Nukem announced and has been in development, it's crazy the amount of stuff that's come out since then. It was like all three Star Wars prequels have come out. Uh, all the, the entire Matrix trilogy, the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy, everything that's come out while Duke Nukem Forever has you know, been probably the, every I, Harry Potter movie. Yeah, definitely. Probably, I, probably Harry Potter. Pro- as, maybe as Harry book. Potter. I yeah. looked the Dow the, when it was announced. The Dow was at fifty seven hundred. Oh wow! Oh, <laughs> we actually haven't come that far. <laughs> we went really far, and then we came back. That's crazy. <laughs> I like that the financial thing gets to get to rise out of you guys. But anyway, they're. Duke Nukem is dead. It joins the ranks of stuff like Phantom and every other piece of vaporware. So, okay, it was 13 years, so it was announced in 96? 97, they said. 97. Yeah. So, 97. It was before any of us knew each other. I was in my yeah. seventh year of college. It was before, <laughs> like, we met in 98, 99, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah, we, did. We, we I was busy we dropping had, out. We had yeah. just wrapped the schedule. Yeah, we had just finished making the schedule, Joel and I. So <laughs> Maybe even a year earlier. Yeah. That's crazy. I was probably in Kuwait. In the army, Jesus, that's from a hey, long ass time ago. Jeff, are you enjoying playing Wolverine? Or li- are we allowed to talk about that? Wolverine, Wolverine's out. Yeah, Wolverine's been out, out for a week. Okay, see, I, don't, I can't even tell. <laughs> is anyone going to see the movie? Joel is playing a game right now for something we're working on for a television commercial. I wish we could talk about that game. Yeah, that game is fucking awesome, dude. But we will definitely later in a later podcast we will bring up this game again. And we'll this talk game, about it. The gameplay is a lot of fun. Oh my god, it's great. It's, anyway. I wish I could even describe, like, because it's like two things put together, but I don't even want to mention that to give it a clue. But yeah, Joel's working on a, like, a commercial for it, I guess. And the reason you asked about the Wolverine thing is because you made the TV spots for the Wolverine commercial, right? We, we did. Hopefully that came off okay, but uh, did, is anyone going to go see the movie? Um, no, I, I, I haven't yeah, seen it. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard. It, I'd like to. Wasn't planning on it. You know, I, gotta, I gotta say, I gotta say, movie theaters right now are the only thing to me that's like registering on like that swine flu paranoia level hmm. for me. Like, I don't want to go sit in a movie theater with a bunch of random people. I just don't want to do it. You know, I, I <laughs> is just, it because that scene in Outbreak? It's just, I, it's like, you know, I just don't want to do it. I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to seem like a freak. But I just don't want to do it. To answer your question, Joel, uh, the Wolverine game is is fun. I guess it's a decent game, but it is the most oddly paced game I've ever played. Like, it's a five chapter game. Chapter one and two were decent. Chapter 3 was as long as 1 and 2 put together, and then it did this thing. People say it's like God of War. I've never played God of War, so I'm not sure, but I got to the end of Chapter 3, and I had a huge boss battle. I fought a Sentinel, which was really cool, and I go, oh, that was the boss for Chapter 3. Then I immediately had a boss battle where I fought the Blob, and I go, well, that's an odd thing to do, stack boss battles back to back. Then Chapter 4 started with a boss battle against Gambit. So I had three boss battles in a row, which is just really yeah, weird and kind of exhausting. Really it, it sounds you know? like a fighting game, like Street Fighter. But it's or not. Like yeah, it's... I know it's like a hack and slash kind of game, I don't, and the really gore is pretty. It's oh, it's, it's incredibly gory, dude! It is like it's bizarre. Well, it's like I can say of the people I know who have seen the movie and played the game, everyone says they like the game more than the movie. 
I can yeah. I can totally see that. It's funny because when we saw when we first saw the opening sequence for Wolverine, it was like, gosh, I remember what it was like. You know, I'm old, so it's like I remember it was like in 1980, and they'd have like a villain in a movie, and now. Like the hero is is putting on punishing people and destroying people in a way that the villain would never do, well, dude. You know, well, it's like, like you said that, and it made me think of like even further back, like you know, folklore in the Middle Ages, like oh, there's a beast that lives in the jungle and he'll rip you apart, and he's you know invulnerable and. Right. He has metal coming out of his hands and will you know <laughs> slice you up. To it's give, like a weird like vampire or something. To give an idea of how how. I guess brutal that game is. I had a sequence the other day where I, I jumped on a helicopter, punched through the window, pulled the dude out of the helicopter, and to kill him, I, I could have just thrown him off the helicopter. Not enough. But no, Not I could have stabbed him with my claws. Nope. I picked him up and I stuck his head in the road. He he has to understand who's boss. So he got that's how he got he got beheaded, and it shows the whole thing. You're just like, right. wow. <laughs> it shows the blood going through it does, like the yeah. rotor of like the game is around. not fucking around. <laughs> It's it's a decent it's a decent game though. I, I, it's worth buying, I'd say. You know, is this the first time where a video game tie into a movie is better than the movie? No, I hear Chronicles of Riddick was better. Oh than yeah, yeah. Chronicles I never played that game. But yeah, the, yeah, supposedly that game was great. I don't know. They made they just made a new one, Dark Athena, right? Yeah, didn't Which make I've another heard. movie. No, no, they did, didn't they? No, they made uh... not for that game, but I think there's been two Riddick movies now, right? I thought there was only one. I think there might have been. Wasn't two. It two? I thought it was two. I could be wrong. Though. I could be wrong too. No, well, the point is it's rare. Usually the yeah. video, the movie is great and the video game sucks. Although I hear Godfather 2 is better than the movie. I don't we, know. We talked, <laughs> <about>. <laughs> we talked about that last week in the podcast we didn't put out was that I was wondering why Pixar does not make a gaming division. They make such great movies and all the Pixar games suck. And Gus, you pointed out very accurately that Pixar doesn't make the games. But right. why not? I mean, they got the same staff that does all that stuff. They have environment designers. You know, they have modelers, textures, everything you need. They just don't have gameplay people or game design people. But that's like, you know, they could easily do that, you know, and work together and make. I bet Pixar would make awesome games. You know, I'd almost want Pixar. You know, it's like you're right. They're, they're so good at making movies. I'd almost rather just have them have make a freestanding video game not based on a movie. I could see that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But like Cars was, a, I mean, Jeff, right? It was a bad video game. Cars was atrocious, yeah. yeah. And then Ratatouille was horrible. Ratatouille might be one of the worst 360 games yeah. to date. Yeah. Well, those are the two worst Pixar movies ever. So, dude. And how does that how does that fly past quality control? I mean, how does that how does that make it through? You think like Pixar? You know, would it's be... like once you have a branding, once you have some one thing that's successful, then it's like we're not going to put any more effort into anything around that one successful branding. Yeah, we're just going to print money off. They of probably it. don't give a fuck. I mean, they sold seven million copies of that Cars video game. Yeah. So what's the matter? It was actually the best-selling uh, title that, that year. year. Yeah, it outsold everything that's else. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Well, can you do me a favor, Jeff? Yeah. You're confusing the shit out of me. Your wife and you on the site are confusing the fuck out of me because you guys change avatars about once every other day, and you guys constantly use avatars of each other and pictures of each other as your avatar. I never know who the fuck I'm talking to. It's I funny that you say that because my next avatar that. was going to be a picture of Jeff. I have no idea what you're talking about. You'll do that all the time. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't about? know yeah, that yeah, I've I ever had a picture totally of Griffin as my avatar. Yes, yes you have. Yes, What's you have. my avatar right now? And she always has pictures of you, too? Well, uh, who could, I mean, What's your, avat- me. What's your awesome. avatar in AIM? I have no idea. It's Griffin and Millie. Oh, well, that's AIM. That's different. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. Like, it's like you two guys are consistent in that you always use pictures of yourself, but you use pictures of each other all the time. Yeah, my, my avatar is a Chima Hunter avatar. I don't know what you're talking about. You're crazy. Yeah, right now I it don't is. Have, I don't have a. I'm not getting trouble for this. I don't think I have a single photo of my wife in my. I'm images. looking at. I'm looking at a picture of your. That's aim. It doesn't That's matter. Different. It doesn't matter. It's even more confusing. I mean, I talk to you on aim more than I talk to you on the site. That's true. So cut it out. Well, 
But the funny person, thing, in just defense, the funny thing about the avatar of Griffin right there you're looking at, Aim, is that there's a real name right next to it. Oh, I'm, yeah. uh, I'm changing my aim picture to a picture of Bernie that way when he talks to me, thinks he's talking to himself. <laughs> Gus, it's not confusing on the level that I can't figure it out. <laughs> I mean, I can figure it out because it has a name there, too. But the avatar is supposed to be this thing I look at and I can identify. I hate when people change their avatars anyway. Yeah, it's funny, especially early on the website when we just when we just started or whatever and you, people get established. Well, by yeah. that yeah. token, how come you don't have uh, your Mr. T avatar still? From like nine years ago. No, I, I don't <laughs> like – I mean, changing well, avatars it, is a totally his, different discussion. His, his, his avatar is his face. Who's? Yours. Yeah. Bernie's. Although that Mr. T avatar was probably the greatest. It was pretty good. Avatar ever. It was probably the greatest you, picture I'd ever seen in my life. It was Gary Coleman you still on have, Dish of dressed as Mr. T. Do you still have that in your image gallery? Oh, yeah. No, I don't know if I have it in my image gallery, but I'll put it up. I'll put it up so people yeah, can see I, I need to link that for a podcast. Dude, that was my Busby avatar. I had that forever. Forever I had that. And, uh, and then for, when I, It's for the longest time I thought you were Gary Coleman. And I'm I'm conscious of the fact that when I switch my avatar, I always switch. It, I always go back. Like right now, I've got a drawing that one of the guys on the site made of me. But I'll go back to my other avatar, which was that Luke McKay one, the white with black. Just because you know, I think you should have a standard avatar and stick with it. So I'm going to call for a new avatar trend then, which is to post a random other person's face as your avatar. It's chaos. <laughs> it's it's like society falling apart. It'll be anarchy on the site. No one will know what's going on. It's going to be. And occasionally somebody on the site will do that. Somebody will take someone else's avatar. No, no. But, I mean, if, if everybody did that on the site, just like everyone moved, shifted the avatars one to the left or whatever. Yes. Uh, it would be anarchy. You, yeah. you are your avatar. We should build a thing where you just like randomly assign you an avatar of someone else on the site. Like just <laughs> picks, picks one at random. And point. then when Christmas comes, you have to send that person a secret. <laughs> a secret? <laughs> Present. Present. Secret Santa. It's like when people change names. Uh, on the site, too, that, or change uh, accounts. I hate that. That's the thing about the whole open ID thing. People are like, well, we can make a different account, right? Look, this, e and you could make a different account on the if you had another email address anyway. You just get banned for it. And if you want to have one main account on the site and a side account, you're just making it confusing for other people. There's no benefit to it at all. you know. And you're going to end up getting your entire IP banned you know, if you find out <laughs> that you, you have duplicate accounts. And that, that sucks. And then we have to go through and like investigate and figure out why. Gus just showed me the greatest image of Gary Coleman ever. Uh, you shouldn't have talked about it because I don't think I can actually find it. I think I just found that thumbnail through Google. It's like cat <laughs> copy. What is it? Him as a security guard? No, it's Gary no. Coleman standing between two women. But I guess since he's so short, he's like right at boob level and nice. they're crushing his face. <laughs> I remember that episode. <laughs> nice. He looks very happy in the photo. God, another thing. You know what? This happened to me last night. I'm, I'm on the, the topic of things that drive me crazy. This fucking drives me crazy. I had to go out last night. One of, my, one of my kids had a sore throat, so I had to go out and pick up some antibiotics for him at the pharmacy. Why, when people go to the drive through pharmacy, which is like the greatest invention in the history of the world, you, if people are sick, they don't have to get out of their cars. They just get their prescriptions filled in the drive through pharmacy. When you drive up to the drive through pharmacy and you hand over your prescription and they say, this is going to take 30 minutes to fill, the correct answer is never, okay, I'll wait right here. Right in the drive-thru, right? Who the fuck are these people <laughs> that will sit there for 30 minutes in their car and not drive around the building once or anything like that? The, 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 the employees have to tell them to move, right? Like, yeah, they, they, this doesn't actually happen, does When it? McDonald's gets too busy, they say, pull up front and we'll bring it out to you. They do not do this. They do, and it's like a total random crapshoot when you end up in this drive-thru pharmacy line. I, we get our stuff called in. Like, if one of our kids needs a prescription filled... You know, you just you just call it in, and then you just go pick it up, and that's it. it. Takes two minutes. That's it. But if you get wedged in between two cars, and the person in front of you is will literally sit there sometimes for thirty fucking minutes. It's just you want to smash them. Like they wouldn't stand at the cash register and block the cash register waiting for their prescription to be filled if they were inside the store. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with these people. Just lay into the <laughs> horn. Sick. 
They're sick. They're sick, sick people. Oh, speaking give of, them 30 speaking minutes of pharmacy, I was driving by the CVS near my house uh, yesterday, and I saw some dude pull into the CVS off of Lake Austin Boulevard, open the driver's side door, lean out, and throw up. Wow. Nice. Not the cleanliest ride. Dude, if, I, if I'm in throat mood, I'm not driving anywhere. I'm like, <laughs> I'm living at the house, you know? That's a good excuse to stay home. Jesus, I don't know. I just don't understand people. I, I mean, thought, I thought you were going to talk about how people get Soundtrack Pro and park in front of that. Dude, I don't want to talk about that either. <laughs> Soundtrack Pro. Fuck Soundtrack Pro. I've been dealing with that thing trying to, to record these podcasts. I don't want to get into that. I don't want to get into that. I want to torture you guys with my technical problems. I don't want to torture the rest of the world with it. Because when I, let me put it this way when I have a technical problem, when I have a technical problem in this office, everyone has that problem. Yeah, everyone yeah. knows. It. Bernie Smash. It is not. It is not. I don't. I don't isolate myself with a technical problem. It is everyone's problem at that moment. Yeah, Ma- because Ma- it's like you know, a, a problem in Soundtrack Pro can all of a sudden mean you know, problem for the desk and the hole. In the desk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I banged a hole in one of our desks one time with a controller, but that was a, that was with a Halo problem I was having, and so now we have a permanent dent in one of the desks. Matt has adopted a great policy though now. He just he just says, "Huh, that's weird," <laughs> and I know I'm not gonna get any like any kind of empathy from Matt or any kind of help from Matt, so I don't even go to him anymore. That's weird. Fucking is, huh? That's weird. It's a great strategy, especially if it's a Mac problem. He does that. So, all right, I guess that's it. Anything else to discuss? Uh, I don't think so. Anything Gus, anything? Uh, Hel- helpful nope. tip: We know that travel right now is really cheap. If you want to book any travel for the summer for cons and stuff like that, I think we looked at tickets going out to San Diego. Round trip, they were a hundred bucks each way. That's nothing, man. Yeah, and you were looking at going. I was Griffin and I were looking at going to Amsterdam for nine days, and uh, hotel and airfare included, it was going to be twenty four hundred dollars, which is unheard of. So I don't know if we're going to actually do it, but definitely a good time to travel if you want to. And also, it's like really safe to be on a plane right now. And Gus, you want to give us a helpful tra- travel tip for anybody who's traveling? Anything? All your years of travel. Don't be a fucking idiot in the security line. Have your shoes off, have your shoes loose. Take your belt off. Don't have put like all a your f- shit in your bag before you get to yeah, the fucking. Here's a, don't have like belt. a pharmacy drive-through. Here's a tip: they're gonna make you take your computer out of the fucking bag, so do it. They they tell, drive-through. They... It's not like a parking farm. I mean, seriously, it's like just drive the fuck through. Get through. Sorry, I just really <laughs> I was theming last night. And what am I gonna do? Am I gonna honk at the person? Yeah. What if they're picking up like lithium? You know, and they're like a mental patient. <laughs> You know, you don't know. You don't know anything. Just ram them. No, and time. you're in that. You're in the thing where any second they're going to move now. Any, any second they're going to move. Now. Get any out of the. Sec- I'll just get in the car out of the car, get my stuff and, and come back out. But any second now, it's going to be over. Like this. Like this podcast. All right. Here's here's my <laughs> here's my travel tip. Uh, book the exit row if you can. You have to be a certain age. I think eighteen or over to do it. But book, book the exit row, I'm, and it's almost like getting a mini. Yeah, first if class. you don't have a frequent flyer number, I'm not sure how easy it is to book the exit row. Really. Yeah, I think it's unavailable. Get All a frequent right. flyer number Get on a frequent every flyer airline. Number. Don't be stupid. Come yeah. see us at Comic-Con. We're going to be at Comic-Con. Why are you Booth creating? 1437, I believe, July 21st to 25th. July 23rd, 23rd to the 26th. 26th. Something like that. July, it's, it's July 23rd. It's basically Thursday through th- Saturday. Uh, preview night the 22nd. So 22nd to 26th. Well, everything's pretty much sold out right now. But there's, I think the Sunday, there's still tickets available. There's still Thursday and Sunday tickets. Okay. And then uh, we're also going to be at PAX this year in August. So... If you're, that's in Seattle. If you're going to be booking any travel, we got to do something on the East Coast, man. And maybe we should give a shout out to uh, Toronto. RBBTO. Uh, oh, we'll Someone be else will be there. Yep. Griffin and I'll be at Cafe Barterstoof <laughs> in Amsterdam in two weeks. I don't know where. I, who's Penny going Arcade to, Expo's in September, September fourth through sixth. Who's going to RBBTO? Uh, I think I am. Yeah, Jeff and Griffin. Uh, and I don't know beyond that. Yeah, you should definitely look into that. And then I know Jenga's having an event in Philly. I don't know the dates right now, but. I'm sure if you listen to this podcast, you probably listen to Jenga's as well. So, probably. Absolutely. Okay, that does it. Any other words? Bye.
You want you're gonna sing a theme song for us? Gus, final words? Gus rules. TTFN. All right, bye guys. Theme song. That's the theme song. Fade out.